we've, we've spoken of this kind of little trick before, but it's the yes. And so like, yes, I would have loved that role. I dedicated my life to it and I'm heartbroken that I didn't get it. And there's something else out there for me. Like there's a reason why this door isn't opening and I'm just going to trust that. Welcome to the Artist Becoming Podcast. Hey Jess. Hey Shelby, a five, six, seven, eight. Join us in weekly conversations with performing artists across stages, studios, rinks, fields, and screens. Every conversation, a chance to dive deep into the story of their becoming. All right, Shelby, let's get on into it. Welcome to another episode of Inside Out, Small Chats, Big Topics, where together we discuss some big topics that are circulating our industry, those ones that we just don't usually get to talk about. We're going to share some personal insights, stories, good giggles, nitty-gritty challenging sides of the industry that we just don't usually sit with. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, DM us your thoughts at artistbecoming on Instagram or send us an email at artistbecoming at gmail.com. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby. We are back with another episode of Small Chats, Big Topics. And today we're going to dive deep into jealousy. Jealousy and all the kind of nitty gritty that comes with that, whether it's, you know, reframing rejection. Um, God, there's just, it's it's a deep, dark hole, um, but it's very much, uh, it's very much part of um the kind of culture of very challenging career paths that involve so much talent and a fight to share that talent with the world. And so Jess, I would love to ask you to kick us off. Um, Tell us a bit about your relationship with jealousy and how did that come up in your career as a, as a young student artist, as a professional on Broadway, what kind of space did that take up in your career, in your life? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, spotlight on opening up the inner, (laughs) it's sort of like unzipped and be comfortable to be like, you know, share the nitty gritty aspect of it. Um, so I'm going to unzip, unbutton here for it. But I think, I think, you know, jealousy, jealousy, competition, right? That's kind of in the world that we're talking about when we're talking about the world of, arts, um, ballet companies, Broadway stages, um, musical performers playing instruments and auditioning. Auditioning um, comes with this element of competition, which um, when you are your own product and you're, you're, you're selling yourself to achieve your dreams, um, it's natural that, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of other talented artists selling themselves as well and in that process there it becomes really easy to slip into um, an unhealthy right there's a spectrum in all things a healthy vibration and an unhealthy vibration and um competition and jealousy that that very much exists there's a super healthy side to competition i think there's a super healthy side to the to what we label as jealousy Um, there's, that's actually inspiration and we can kind of go into that, how we reframe that, but there's also the negative side, which is the side that kind of cripples you from becoming your, your fullest 
um, most aligned artists because you become so crippled or preoccupied with this outer, outer element. Um, for me personally, I definitely, whew, huge struggle, um, huge struggle. More so in my ballet path, I think, I think it, 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 it also all returns to this idea of being a balanced artist. Mm-hmm. And um, I struggled, I shared before, I struggled with that balance side of it because I felt like I had to stay in a really tight container to push through. And that often meant, you know, don't, don't engage with others. Don't, don't lean into community. Don't lean into friendships, right? Because jealousy can kind of, so it isolates you yeah. instead of seeing how those people you may be jealous of are deeply inspiring, expansive artists that could walk alongside you. Um, but I think Devin Tusher, who we spoke with inside of the workshop last week, Andrew. shook us to our cores um, when she touched on what is this sort of the center of this conversation um, that a phrase that's often thrown out there being like, you are, you know, compete with yourself mm-hmm. and um, how wh- what she touched on was actually the really kind of embodied work of what that statement means, which is the more we know ourselves, the more we know our strengths, the more we know our weaknesses, the more we dig down to discover those things, uh, the less it becomes about who you're being compared to or who you're trying to compete against. And it becomes about really like excelling through your weaknesses and excelling through your strengths and studying those things. Yeah. And when you're occupied doing that, you're, you just don't have the energy to let someone else's light dim yours, you know? Yeah. So I think the question, I, I guess for you would be, where do you see in your own career or where do you see from where you sit now? Where's the opportunity within jealousy and competition um, to kind of rewrite and reframe? And what are the what are the tools or the experiences you lived through that exemplified that reframe? Awesome question. Also like I could just speak to so many things that you just said, like this should be five hours long, obviously. Um, One of the things that stood out to me was kind of what you said about jealousy can go in two directions. You know, it can be, it can be feeding and then it can feed off of you. And I think that so much of like unavoidable human instincts, like feeling jealousy, it's a feeling like you almost can't help it a lot of the time. And then, you know, and then things, people say things like what you said, you know, like you're, your you're your greatest competition. And it's like, well, yeah, I compete with myself all day. I'm exhausted of that. So I'd rather feel competitive with other people. (laughs) And also you're like, and also look at Shelby, like that leg is all the way up. I am competing. I am competing and it's not working because not anymore, y'all. Not anymore. <laughs> or in yoga. In um, yoga. You yoga. Could, you could speak to the yoga element. Like they tell you don't compete. And sometimes that dancer in me in that down dog. And I'm like, they say, take a sip of water. And then everyone goes to take a sip of water. And I'm like, weak. You know, like, 
We're so competitive. It's, it is instinctual and it's part of what drives successful athletes and successful artists is that competitive drive to constantly outbeat yourself. And then somewhere in the process, we want to outbeat our peers. And then there's a shift that happens. And it's like almost, you know, so many of these conversations just come back to like boundary work. Like we have to set a boundary around this feeling of jealousy and this feeling of competition. And the first time it really was something that I needed to grapple with was when I was a student at the School of American Ballet and it was my graduating year. And I broke my foot, like a really bad fracture right before our end of the year performance, the workshop, which is what ideally gets you into New York City Ballet. And my best friends, like all four of them, got apprenticeships with New York City Ballet and I was in a boot, <laughs> which we've talked about. And it was a very low time and it was very hard for me to reconcile feeling so joyful and so proud of my best friends. Like we had been five years together at SAB, like hand in hand all the way through the school. And like, they got their apprenticeships and they got to go that summer to like dance in Copenhagen with city ballet and dance in Paris and with city ballet on tour. And I'm like nursing a broken foot. And it was just like, I felt like I was waiting in water of like absolute jealousy and heartbreak and absolute pride for and joy for them. And I remember coming into SA, crutching into SAB, bawling my eyes out and being like, but you guys, these are actually really happy tears. Like I couldn't be happier for you. And I couldn't be sadder for myself at the same time. So like, know that it's, it's not like I'm just wallowing in my own self-pity. That's definitely part of it, but not, not the whole bit. And um, what's interesting is that as I've um, gotten older, experienced more heartbreak physically, mentally, emotionally experienced, um, you know, more of the kind of dips and mountain peaks and valleys of my career and my path. It's what's yours will not pass you by, mm-hmm. you know, and the universe has three answers like yes, no, and not yet. And I have been able to look back on experiences like that. Um, th- that fracture in my second metatarsal delayed my professional career, pivoted it dramatically and pointed me to Europe. Like it is because of that injury that I ended up moving to Europe, joining the Royal Danish Ballet, getting to dance in Copenhagen after all, getting to perform at the Palais Garnier in Paris after all, like on my own path, on my own time. And it took a really long, hard and dark season of processing that, of allowing myself to feel jealous and to reframe that energy into, okay, my friends can do that. And, and I know that I can too. Like, I know that I can too. Now, right now I just have to sit in the sick of my circumstance and trust in my path and trust in my timing. And that's just something I'm still trying to do today, which is like a daily exercise. Um, it's a daily competition with myself, um, which is kind of brings it full circle, I guess, but it's, um, competition is only as toxic as you let it as you let it be in my experience. And and the sort of mental check-in on that is how much am I feeding this? How, how much am I feed? Like when you know you're, when, when someone tells you a certain food is really bad for you, you're, if you choose to, you know, or, or, you know, don't smoke cigarettes, like, okay, that kills me. I'm not going to do it. Right. 
Yeah. And it's sort of the same allow. It's what it's a, it is the boundary. That's such a powerful kind of mental note to be like, I have to create a boundary around how much I'm going to allow myself to kind of wallow in this yeah. jealousy when I know it's just not serving me. Um, yes. And yeah. I, I, I really relate to that. I think every dancer can look back at a time when they got to know and it was painful and you watched that other girl or that friend or that guy do that part that you so desperately wanted or get into that company. And then you saw down the line, the silver lining of that moment. And um, just kind of like a cool share on that is that I, I had an experience where I was leaving ballet. I was uh, had this role, this show I wanted to do on Broadway. And like the, the, the gift of the universe just shone down on me. And somehow I ended up moving along and moving along and getting an audition, getting another audition. And I couldn't, I was looking around, like doing this all very privately thinking me, oh my God, I'm going to get it. And I was convincing myself. And I, I was like, this is mine. And I showed up for the final audition, the final callback. I show up to New York city and it's my big break. And you know, sweating. (laughs) Right. It is it. It is it. It is it is it. It's my big break. Or so I thought. And I show up and I I show up to the audition and this woman walks in my competition, you know, the other girl, and it's my idol. And hashtag Lauren Love It, shout out, we love you. Love you, Lauren. Love it. Right. So, talk about the most competitive, like final mm. callback moment. And I'm, I walk in and I see her and I go, like, not only am I up for this dream role, this dream show, this thing that I'm deciding in my mind is my thing that's my ticket, right? No thing is your ticket. You are your ticket. Yes. You are your ticket. Yes. And I see this and I, it was this incredible moment for me. It healed a jealousy kind of competition wound in me in that moment because I had no, it would have been the most competitive moment of my life. And I couldn't feel competition because I really revered this artist standing beside me. And I was humbled by the fact that I was put in a room with her and the grace with which she showed up in that room and the love she was giving to me. And I was like, she's like cheering me on. Like that can't be, that can't be like, she's it's malicious. No, it was pure light because she was someone who knew she was her own ticket and wasn't reaching outside. And I remember walking away and being like, I might've just not gotten that. I, I, I don't know that I got that part, but I just had this moment where I, I got to see what it was like to be in a competitive setting where rather than looking at the other, the threat, I was just in, in reverence and respect. And, and I pulled inspiration from that. I didn't get the part and I was heartbroken. And then I saw my, my ticket cash in a year and a half later on something I never would have fathomed. So the lesson being, yeah, you know, our, the things we're jealous of, the people that we're jealous of, look a little deeper. There's a, there's a lesson there. There's a mirror there to your own gifts. Yeah. Something you see in them that is ex- that exists in you and the work lies in our reframe. And, yeah. you know, knowing that we're our own ticket. Yeah. And, and, to, and removing the external factor from, from that. Yeah. 
God, what a story. It's such a, um, such an expander to permit yourself, um, to think about it that way or to metabolize that experience in that kind of way. That's so, um, empowered and embodied. Um, and I think that we've, we've spoken of this kind of little trick before, but it's the yes. And so like, yes, I would have loved that role. I dedicated my life to it and I'm heartbroken that I didn't get it. And there's something else out there for me. Like there's a reason why this door isn't opening and I'm just going to trust that. And those are all choices. Those are choices. It's expansive thinking. It's, it's productive thinking because you know, it's not productive is just wallowing in wallow. the jealousy hole of self pity, you know, which again, human, like if you're, if you're there, if you find yourself there, which we've all been like acknowledge, accept it, like, but also, and there's an opportunity here. There's, there's a lesson, there's a perspective, there's a reframe, there's a productive way of moving forward with this experience. And that just kind of, that just kind of sums it on up. And I think, yes. And on top of that, I think that what we're being shown inside of the workshop in a way that I think we didn't perceive you know, we built the practices, we created this space for intentional growth and self-discovery, but these guest artist conversations with artists that we really admire, when, when we hear them speak, you see, you see the humanity and the, the, the thread is that you see people that are really seeking to understand themselves better, to unlearn and it's sort of like to reach those heights in someone's career, you had to compete, right? To get there. But then to hold that place and to hold that type of leadership and mentorship, you have, there's a certain, there's no toxic kind of energy in the jealousy or the competition because you can't sustain that. You can't sustain your talent when you're so exhausted by your own mental drama, you know, you can't sustain, you can't feed the artistry. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a a conversation of sustainability at that point. Like you've made it to that level. Now you have a new, like new levels of heightened expectations of responsibility, of carrying a company, of leading, of show. Um, It has been, yeah, it was such expansive conversation. And um, we're here. If you guys have any questions, thoughts, feedback, um, topic ideas, and would love, would love to kind of continue building this community together. So please DM us, comment, let us know. Um, let us know your thoughts. We're here for you. Yay. We Yay. did it. <laughs> See you soon next time. Want to connect further with our community at Artists Becoming? Rate and review this podcast and subscribe to stay on top of our weekly guest artist conversations and our small chats, big topics. Check out www.artistbecoming.com to learn more about our monthly subscription membership filled with on-demand guided meditation and yummy yoga practices to support your unique journey as a performing artist. Follow along on Instagram at artistbecoming for sneak peeks and inspiring content and DM us the dream artists, athletes, performers, psychologists that you'd love to hear from or topics you'd like for us to unpack. Sharing is caring, so fire up that group chat, share to your stories, comment, share, 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 and just stay connected with us. We are here for your becoming.